of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, call and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. Well, Jeff, never, never let me switch that radio theme that we come in with every week. So, whatever you do, don't let me do that. Anyway, welcome ah, to All Things Radio 638 for what is today's date? July 28th? July 28th. July 28th. 2022. And 2022. We're ready to go, and I have a hearing aid. I can hear you. Huh? What'd you say? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you saying something right It's now? the first time yeah. you've heard the show in years, right, Bill? Yeah. Now yeah. you guys are in real trouble. <laughs> I can actually hear it. I'm just amazed that I can stream through these device and hear all the radio stations and now i know what's in stereo and what's not but uh mm. pr- pretty good technology i'll have to have to give them uh, kudos all right jeff speaking of kudos take it away okay thank you very much bill we'll say good morning good afternoon good evening wherever you are who are listening to the all things radio show and if you're listening to later on the uh, podcast as well we'll say hello to you as well we'll start things off for our radio news from a national perspective we'll follow it up with jennifer sparks caller and format changes and this week bill is has put sean platt on the hot spot and he's going to f- tell us all about himself uh, next will be our classic air check and i think it's a really good one this one is khjam from July 16, 1969, and their overnight announcer, Johnny Williams. And I always say that when you listen to a Drake station, the overnight person was just as good as the daytime people. And you listen to this guy, and you'll realize why. Then our, finally, our feature station, and we're going to take a trip to Kansas City, Missouri. We're going to hear KMXVFM. And the reason I chose this station is because they were talking about it on the ratings. And why does this radio station rate a 3.2 in March? And then when the June book hits... It turns to a 6.8. That's pretty good. They more than doubled their ratings wow. in all that time. That's not something that you see very often. So, all in all, I think we have a very busy show this week. And I'll turn it back over to you, Bill. All right, and I'll put it off and derail it for just a minute or two. Bernie, is it pretty quiet on the Indianapolis front market? I haven't heard anything out of there in the past week. Well, there's my answer. Uh, I've heard nothing, huh. nothing new at all. Nothing new at all. Oh. So that means all the bosses are on vacation, you think? No. It could be. Yeah. Is this yeah. a paperwork's yeah, not done it, yet it, on the big it's deal? Like one of those things where you, you just keep thinking something's going to be said or something's going to happen, and then all of a sudden it does, but it hasn't yet. But it always happens, though, Bernie. I, I, right. it, it, I, it can't tell you how many stories I've read about everything going on whenever, whenever things change, and it doesn't change, like, gradually. All of a sudden, you snap no. your fingers, and the change hits. They keep speculating and look for more changes. For whatever reason, a lot of stations are going back to changing on the first of the month now. I don't know if it's because of LMAs or other 
deals as to why they're doing that. I know we've got a few here that are changing right on August 1 on a Monday. Uh, used, used to be the time, but now they flip anytime, any day, anywhere, anytime. As long as it's oh, that's on, true. As long as it's on Facebook oh. or Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a, a real quick KHJ story. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I just finished the book, uh, KHJ Inside Boss Radio by Ron Jacobs. Excellent book. And, Excellent. And if, you've, if you've never read it, it is just outstanding. Unbelievable. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the guys I work with about 20 years ago wanted to get that book and he went to Amazon and it wasn't available but they gave him a toll free number to call so he called the toll free number and he talked to the guy and he said I'd like to buy this Ron Jacobs book and the guy said uh, are you in radio and uh, he goes well yeah as a matter of fact and he goes well, what do you uh, what do you work for and the guy well right now I'm uh, working part time at WENS in Indianapolis and he goes are you voice tracking and the guy goes, yeah, yeah, I am. He goes, are you recording right now? Are you voice checking your show right now? He goes, yeah. He goes, do a break. Let me hear it. And the guy goes, really, all I want to do is buy the book. That's that's what I'm calling for. <laughs> he goes, he goes, no, do, do a break. So he did a break. He goes, all right, do another one. Oh, jeez. Another one. And then the guy starts giving him pointers. And then he, before he knew it. His four-hour shift was done, and he'd been talking to Ron Jacobs the whole time. Oh my! Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know and all the he did, Ron Jacobs answered the phone, and so he he said, "I got four hours of pointers for Ron Jacobs. Cool. And a free copy of the book." <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, but I just thought it was so funny. He told me that story the other day, and I was reading the book. I mean, that's, that's like twenty years apart. You know, so so that so back then is that how it was set up? I mean, Amazon was new. So is that how it was set up that you might end up talking to the author like that? That's crazy. Well, no, no. they just didn't have it, and so yeah, I, I, you have to remember, said, Chris. Well, I'm sorry, Bernie. Go ahead. They they just said, uh, well, we we don't have it, but here's a, a place you might call. They might have it. They don't oh, and they didn't tell them. Oh, okay, I see. And, and you have yeah, to also yeah, remember that yeah. Amazon when it when it first came out, Chris, it was not, it was only books. It was not. A, yes, it was, yeah. it was not what it was today. Well, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember that. So they they should have had it really. If you think about yeah. it that way, that's yeah. what they, you know. But what a fascinating story. Yeah, that's so great. I'm going to look for it on Bookshare. Because I can get it for free there. Huh. Yeah, I'm going to look there too. Uh, I think you should tell that again next time we do it. Right. Next year, do it next year. Do it next year. Yeah, do it next year from now. I, w- I would do that. See, I think we need to have it. Al can point out that I I told the same story a year. Yeah, yeah. That's I think we need to have We need to have 49 weeks of stories. You're getting the demon out of the bottle when you say that, Bernie. Yeah. It's kind of like... Well, I will tell people before they say, hey, this air check sounds a lot like last week. July 16th was last week when we did the one in uh, WDRC. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be the same music. (laughs) Before you all call in and say, why is it the same music? Because it's going to be. Just get over it. I I just happened to find the air check. By the way, Ron Jacobs was very, very generous with his collection and if you go to realradio.com and you subscribe to them and you uh, you'll find a lot of material and he was very very generous 
uh, to donate to that particular website. So you'll find a lot of stuff on KHJ on that particular website. So, and there's a there's a there's a lot of air checks out there. There's just so much out there from uh, that one ORFM KFRC. The three those three same same Drake stations seem to have the most, um, and of course WRKO as well. They had they had their own tribute site, but the guy who did it passed away a number of years ago. But it, there was a tribute site for WRKO as well in Boston, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. So what was the name of that book again, Bernie? It's called KHJ Inside Moss Radio. Okay, I'm going to look for it and see if I can Ron get it. Ron Jacobs. Not that I wouldn't have paid for it, but if I can get it read for free, you know. You got it. I'm going to try and- to... And when you hear about the beginnings of Boss Radio, and I have the, I have the sneak preview air checks, Bernie, with with uh, was Roger Christian and Gary Mack and Don uh, the real Don yeah. Steele and Robert W. Morgan and Dave uh, and Sir, and Sam Riddle and Dave Diamond and the the whole bit. I mean, it's just, it's just a history of of who's who in L.A. radio even oh, before yeah. Boss Radio came on the air. So, sounds quite interesting. Sounds interesting and. In- <laughs> But we've really got something interesting for you, and that's the award-winning news segment. Oh, yeah, we haven't done the news yet. No, we haven't. No, we're just right. uh, having people on tenterhooks waiting for Right. Them, Speaking sure. of Ron Jacobs, we'll just spend two hours getting pointers from Bernie. But right now, <laughs> yeah. no. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to play this country song, I Like Beer. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There yeah, we I, go. I like that song. That's a good song. Yeah, That's a good song. yeah, yeah. it is. Ah, here we go, Jeff. I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. This week, it's all about awards and recognizing people in the radio industry. We'll let you know what's happening on the street, and we'll continue our look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and this week, the radio industry honors its own. The Museum of Broadcasting in Chicago, Illinois, will honor nine individuals who will enter the Radio Hall of Fame. They'll be honored on November 1st at the Radisson Hotel in Chicago, Illinois. Here are the new members who will be inducted into this year's Radio Hall of Fame. Mob Dice who's the general manager of radio station WGCI-FM in Chicago, Illinois, as well as radio station WJPC-FM, also in Chicago, Illinois. Lon Helton, who's the host of Country Countdown USA, and is also the editor of Country Air Check magazine. Ellen Kay, who's the morning host of radio station KOST-FM in Los Angeles, California. And before working at Coast-FM in Los Angeles, California, she was the morning co-host alongside Ryan Seacrest on radio station KIIS-FM in Los Angeles, California, as well. Broadway Bill Lee, who's the current afternoon drive host at radio station WCBS-FM in New York City with their classic its format. Before working at radio station WCBS-FM, Broadway Bill Lee worked at radio station WQHT-FM, WKTU-FM in New York City. He also worked in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and radio station KFRC-AM in San Francisco as well, just to name a few. Walt Baby Love, host of Gospel Tracks, who also worked at radio station WXLO-FM in New York City, as well as CKLW in Detroit, Michigan, KHJ-AM in Los Angeles, California, as well as numerous other radio stations. Carol Miller, who's evening host at radio station WAXQFM in New York City. However, Carol Miller had a long career working at radio station WNEWFM in New York City, as well as WPLJFM in New York City, and she also currently works at Sirius Satellite Radio. Before moving to New York City, Carol Miller also worked at radio station WMMRFM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Chris Mad Dog Rousseau, who works at Sirius Satellite Radio, hosting the Chris Mad Dog channel. However, before working at Sirius Satellite Radio, he worked at radio station WFAN AM in New York City. Jeff Smolian, who is the founder and CEO of 
of Emma's communications. As a matter of fact, he made history by putting on the first all-sports radio station, WFAN-AM, back in 1987. And finally, Susan Waldman, who is a broadcaster for the New York Yankees and was the first voice heard on radio station WFAN-AM in New York City when it signed on. We also have to congratulate Patty Steele, who won an award for the Mentoring and Inspiring Women in Radio organization. Patty Steele is the co-host of The Morning Show, hosted by Scott Shannon on radio station WCBS-FM in New York City with a classic hits format. Now it's time to find out what's happening on the street. The NFL has introduced its new streaming app, which includes all of the NFL radio broadcasts, as well as live, local, and primetime games. The cost for using this app is $5 per month. In Austin, Texas, say hello to another new sports radio station on a translator that transmits on the frequency of 102.7. The translator had been broadcasting a Spanish format, but that's all gone, replaced with programming from ESPN Radio. The translator is owned and operated by Waterloo Media, and this is the second time this year that the translator has changed format. Now let's move to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, where iHeartMedia has hired a program director for WUMR-FM, Rebel 106.1. His name is Fernando Perez, and he comes to this radio station after doing consulting work for Spanish radio stations across the United States. Congratulations go out to Daniel Murr, who's the interim morning co-host at radio station WKLB-FM in Boston, Massachusetts. WKLB broadcast a country format. Daniel Murr is taking over the co-hosting chores for the morning show, while Ayla Brown takes off to give birth to her child and goes on maternity leave. Daniel Murr may be quite familiar to Boston listeners of radio station WAAF-FM because she co-hosted the morning show along with Greg Hill. In St. Louis, Missouri, KMOX has finally found a host for its sports open line show, which airs Monday through Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. His name is Matt Polly. Not only will he be hosting the sports open line show, but he'll host the pre- and post-game programs for the St. Louis Cardinals. Congratulations go out to Nick Wilson, who's the new Afternoon Drive co-host at radio station WKRK-FM in Cleveland, Ohio. The station broadcasts at all sports format. Nick Wilson comes to this radio station after working in Charlotte, North Carolina for sports radio station WFNZ-FM, which is owned and operated by Urban One. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one-ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WHUR-FM with a urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WGTS-FM with a contemporary Christian format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one-ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is WBZ-FM with its all-sports format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one-ranked radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is KJEB-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KZOK-FM with a classic rock format. In Miami, Florida, the number one-ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WXDJ-FM with a Spanish tropical format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one-ranked radio station is WOMC-FM with a classic hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WNIC-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one-ranked radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KOAI-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KJZZ-FM with a news talk format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one-ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KZJK-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KQQL-FM with a classic its format.
that. In the San Diego, California market, the number one rec radio station is KFPG-FM with an adult hits format. The number two rec radio station is KYXY-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in San Diego, California is KPPS-FM with a news talk format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one rec radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two rec radio station is WXGL-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three rec radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WCIE-FM with a Christian CHR format. In Denver, Colorado, the number one rank radio station is KXKL-FM with a classic hits format. The number two rank radio station is KYGO-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Denver, Colorado is KQMT-FM with a classic rock format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one rank radio station is WWIN-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. The number two rank radio station is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WQSR-FM with an adult hits format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one rank radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. The number two rank radio station is WARH-FM with an adult hits format. Finally, the number three rank radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KEZK-FM with an adult contemporary format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen June Personal People Meter ratings. According to those media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Upside, followed by Progressive Insurance, Indeed, Zip Recruiter, and Lowe's. Finally, the folks working at the Cumulus radio stations in Indianapolis, Indiana had a rude awakening when a truck crashed into the building holding its radio operations and there was major damage to the building. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595 and hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. The best radio station, thank you, Jeff, was ever done was WNTS that Jeff Smoyan had something to do with in Indianapolis. The greatest station I ever heard. They did news in the morning and then the David Letterman show and then sports talk in the afternoon. Way, way before it's time. Yeah, way before it's time. What a station. Yeah. 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 Well, best the night is Fenway the only problem with that. The problem with that station was it was a daytime only. And no signal. Oh, yeah. that's it a was problem. A, yeah. It was a great yeah, station, yeah. but no internet, none of that stuff. And All right, yeah. Jeff, I'll turn it back over to you, and I see we got a hand raised. Oh, right. i got to turn my mic on for on. There we go. Yeah, we have two hands raised. We'll start with Lionel in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Go ahead, Lionel, and then we'll get to the next person. Okay. Uh, there you go. Go ahead, Brian. Man, I, I, I'm still trying to get used to this new time, guys. I was in a, I was enjoying very happily your interview with Perry last week, and all of a sudden, oh, we got a nice, beautiful power surge, and there went that, and I had to restart my computer. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to bring up, uh, I'm going to email you, let's try it again, email you some links the next day or two, Jeff. Um, late last year, I'm not sure. Exactly when I'm going to venture to guess October, maybe Novemberish of last year, uh, a new radio station got launched in uh, back home in Bakersfield, California. And there's a backstory to this. The station is called Precious 95.7. Their colors are KVPM. And I'm going to send you. I think there's a website called RV or RB Media, RB Media, where the backstory lives. This woman happens to be a CEO of a hospital group. I'm not sure which. They didn't really reference to what group. But she's a first-time owner, 
of this radio station, and they play a lot of smooth R&B. I've heard, uh, when I first heard it for the first time, I mean, guys, you're hearing stuff in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s today, and you're hearing even some slower songs, like uh, I heard uh, In Too Deep by Genesis. I mean, that's how broad of this Ooh, format is. That is pretty broad, because nothing. that that was, that was, that was not a, a mainstay hit for Genesis in the sense no. that it was, a, it was no. played on the on the rock stations, and it, yeah, it, but it was that, so... So very good. Don't let me have those links or tell me about it and send yeah, me an email and I'll definitely make that a featured station, Lionel. Yeah, one more thing before I let you go. The new station out of uh, license out of San Joaquin, Fresno, California. Ah, it happens to share your name. That is a classic country station that they launched on the 4th of July. And they've got a couple of uh, on-air personalities that used to work at uh, KZZ, which used to be owned by Buck Owens. So the morning guy who was the sidekick of the morning guy that retired in 2020. He's the morning guy there, NPD, and midday host. Her name is Tony Marie. She's been in various markets, including the Fresno and Bakersfield area. She does midday. So it's a very great station, very well done, live and local. I love it. Thank you. Send me that link as well, Lionel. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Hmm? Okay, thank you very much, Lionel. All right, right, Al, can you uh, unmute yourself, please? Okay, good evening, everyone. Hope hey. everybody's well. Uh, what's going on? At, uh, before I go on, uh, what's going on at Fenway? You said something about Fenway. Oh, yeah, today. okay. Joe Castiglione is being, and of course you remember him, because maybe a little bit, we'll have more about that next week on Sports Lounge, too, but uh, just figured that just happened a couple of days ago. We figured that throw, throw that in. Well, that'll be good. Uh, the reason I actually call this Bernie, I'm going to look forward to hearing your story again next year. On, it'll be July 27th of next year. Have yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure and, as as we, and we'll keep, we'll keep repeating this story every July 27th. Okay? That's right. It's going to be an year. annual. Some years. people have Christmas traditions. We do July 27th. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably be next week. I, I have a quick story, if I may. Just real sure. Quick. A long story before. Um, <clears throat> and, and since we do go an extra three hours now, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, Ellen Kay used to work with me at WENS, and this was back in the 80s, and apparently, of course, I wouldn't know this, but apparently, she was so beautiful that when she would walk by the program director's office, he would actually lose his concentration. He could not remember... I was in there one day, and all of a sudden he got quiet. I go, well, what's the deal? He goes, oh, Ellen, Ellen just walked by. <laughs> I've heard she's a good-looking woman. I've heard that. And and wasn't she also Rick Dees' sidekick before she worked with Ryan Seacrest for a while? Wasn't she with Rick Dees a little bit? I don't know. All I know is uh, she worked for, for us for a while, and she did weekends, did overnights on weekends, and I mean, whatever we needed to do, she did it, and uh, did a really good job. Jeff, hit your unmute button, if you would. When I was um, muting Al, I accidentally hit you, so I apologize I for that. There Not a go. problem. I All got right. it, Perry. All right. All right. Okay. Any other callers or anything uh, else we got to do here? Well, that that one zero two seven, the one zero two, yeah, the one zero two seven translator. You mentioned that change. Yeah, that's actually the fourth format that they've had in the last what 13 14 months on that translator so right. that's yeah, why we'll i said see. that's why i said it was two formats this year alone 
Yeah. All right, we have a, a one uh, person raised. It's a four-one fair. It's Dick. Four, from that's Dick. Go ahead, Dick. Uh, unmute yourself, please. Hello, hello, boys. Hey, how's oh. it going? And I Dick, I want to I want to thank you very much, by the way, for that uh, nice article you sent me. That was pretty interesting. I thought. Uh, I really uh, and uh, pretty pretty right on too. I think. Yeah, uh, I agree. and most of them still can sing, but some of them really trying to retire. I told you guys about John Mayall. Oh, it was horrible. But listen, um, you said something about um, NFL be doing the. Uh, uh, their audio broadcasters this year on uh, to themselves. Um, well, no, they're, they're, they're not leaving. They're, let's let's clarify this because so people understand. They're not leaving radio, but like like other teams, like mm-hmm. other 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 leagues, the like like uh, the baseball, the, the American, the National League, the baseball. They have an app for streaming, and they charge to like what's it called? At bat. It used to be called at bat. I don't forget whether it's called now. Chris, you know. Um, yeah, at bat. That's right. At, and, for MLB. And, and uh, and the NFL uh, NFL now has a streaming app that that you could watch all the primetime away and local games and all the radio games away and local are going to be uh, away in as well. So if you want to hear the uh, the uh, New England Patriots, you can hear their home announcers or their or the game. If let's say they're playing the Giants, you can hear the Giants announcers. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what the app is about. I'm, I'm wondering if Miss A will hook up with that, like, and so we could get that through, uh, you know, buy it through her. Uh-huh. Maybe they well, get that no, it's only mo- it's only the mo- it's only for uh, mobile phones. It's not even on a computer. You have to have the NFL Plus on your mobile phone, and it's the local game of the town on TV. The video. It, the, if you go visit another town, it's not your local game. It is the local game in the town that you're visiting. But I was not aware they're going to have the radio broadcast. That is a yeah, good. But it did say all local. There. It said it said all local games. So it didn't specifically yeah, say the radio. Maybe no, it's local. local. Oh, yeah, local means local in the town that for the right, TV. But that's the part. TV. It may the, the yeah. TV may be different than the radio because remember the the you know, you know different rules apply to radio, so yeah. they may be streaming all the radio. They may put all the radio. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But only okay. on the iPhone, not on the internet. So right, far. not yet. Only on smartphones. Yep, not on the. That's a different. You get a different thing for that. It's it's similar to the old Verizon NFL mobile deal that they had back in the day. Is that's what it is. Right, it's but like it wouldn't thing. be surprising if maybe next year that they hook up and get do it so that because MLB's got a lot of people that come in, you know, various ways, and they get a lot that way. So the NFL yeah. may want to do that. But I, I, when I say that radio is going to that sports, I think eventually, and I'm sorry to say it, that the, the idea of people watching sports on television and for free and watch and listening to sports on radio for free will eventually go away. And, and although Congress may have something to say about it, but I really do believe at some point. The, the the money is so it, uh, pe- pe- people pay for anything, and and mm. at, at some point I think you will lose free sports broadcasts on the radio and television. And I think the local I think they'll, what they'll do is they'll have it different for the local. So the local you'll still get over the air. The NFL is strongly feels that the local game should be over the air, and they they will they have fought through various changes. I mean you know Monday night football game if it's the Colts and the Patriots. It's on the Colts uh, uh, flagship station and the Patriots flagship station, whatever. So that's that's how they do it on TV, you know. So they within the market. So the NFL feels very strongly about that. They're not going to change that. Uh, and baseball doesn't feel as much that way, whatever. But the NFL is more of an yeah. event, a once a week thing. So it's a little different. And the only sport that yeah. probably won't be affected by the whole thing is hockey. While, while hockey may be popular, it doesn't have the same draw. That the other sports we were talking right. about, so that, right. that's that's the other difference. And that's why they all their games are streamed on. You can get them, you know, on your uh, you know your Victor streams or your Missays with the stations. Yeah. And, and, and that's also why 
in some markets there aren't even any radio affiliates for hockey or and yeah. some markets. Yeah, a couple, a couple, three. Yeah. So that's a. And All right, Bill. Yeah. I'm going to turn it over to you because okay. it's, it's Sean's time to shine. He's, he's going to talk anyway. So well, we must... actually, we're how about do Jennifer? Jennifer? Oh, how about Jennifer? Do, I forgot yeah, Jennifer. We're going to do Jennifer. Oh, yeah, come on. We don't forget her. Don't forget her. No, yeah, we're going to do Jennifer. But one other thing that, that, Dick, you want to keep in mind is tune in. Their prices have really come down, so you might be yeah. able to match that NFL package. Plus, you will get all the both teams you know streams yep. for nfl and it is accessible and you can do that on your computer or your iphone or that new device i got called the hymns mini that works quite well on that so speaking live is 2.99 on your lady a it's 2.99 with prime 3.99 without a month and you get all the nfl on there also yeah. right but you can also get the total tune-in app which will go cross-platform and you can get it on all your platforms at a very yeah. reasonable price i think it was less than 40 dollars a year so check that one out and that's a good price so anyway we have all kinds of devices and all kinds of ways to listen and Speaking of changes and all of that, here's Jennifer with her call letter and format changes. Then the Sean interview will be on. Right. Hello, everyone. I'm Jennifer Sparks, and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of July 28th. KGJX FM 101.5 Parita, Colorado changes slogan from 101.5 the junkyard to junction 101.5 WMFN AM 640 Piatone, Illinois changes slogan from the Poderosa Radio 640 AM to Ben 640 WCOA FM 88.9 Johnstown, Pennsylvania changes frequency to 88.5 WKHF FM 93.7 Lynchburg, Virginia changes slogan from 93.7 The Rebel to The Truth. KMOG AM 1420 Payson, Arizona changes slogan from Rim Country Radio to KMOG Country FM 103.3 and AM 1420. KFGM FM 101.5 Frenchtown, Montana changes format from not available to variety. WWNN AM 1470 Pompano Beach, Florida changes format from talk to oldies and changes slogan from FM Money Talk Radio to the oldies channel WJXQ FM 106.1 Charlotte Michigan changes slogan from Q106 everything that rocks to Q106 rock on KAGZ FM 97.7 Burke Texas changes calls to KGFZ FM KMPA FM 103.1 Pittsburgh 
Pittsburgh, Texas, changes calls to KHFZFM, KLJTFM 102.3, Jacksonville, Texas, changes calls to KLFZFM, KFROFM 95.3, Gilmer, Texas, changes calls to KWLLFM, KZXMFM 94.3, Blard, Texas, changes calls to KZWLFM, WDKWFM 95.7, Maryville, Tennessee, changes slogan from 95.7, Duke FM to Legends of Country 95.7, FM, KPSA FM 97.7, Lordsburg, New Mexico, changes frequency to 98.5, KRCL FM 90.9, Salt Lake City, Utah, changes slogan from Community Connection Music Discovery to KRCL 90.9 FM. Those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks, hoping you all have a very good week. Thank you very much, Jenny. I really appreciate that. Always consistent, does it every single week. Yep. No, he almost forgot you. Right, and... (laughs) I wouldn't let that happen. No. And speaking of which, Mike, if you're listening and still here in the room, why don't you plug your why don't you plug your appearance coming up on WWNN on Saturday? Okay, I'd be happy to. I'm doing a program Saturday morning with an old friend of mine that I knew from synagogue years ago. I heard him on the radio, and uh, I caught him up, and we've been friends, and we'll be doing a show on. Um, motivation and blindness and he wants to know about like what do you do when you see a blind person I say just be natural be yourself and we talk about a lot of different things about communication and um, all kinds of stuff it will be from 10 to 10 30 on 1470 WWNN which does stream so people can put that that's in. eastern time by the way that is eastern time right people put that in there uh, call Asmusa or put it in their streams or whatever they want to do, and they can get it. So I thought we'd give you a little plug there, Mike, and because we were just talking about that station's format flipped to true only. Yeah. So good luck and congratulations, Mike. Okay, um, Jeff, do you think it's we're ready for the Sean interview? Well, if we're not Shall ready we now, we'll, ne- we'll never get ready. So well, I think we're ready. that's true. <laughs> so let's do that. Actually, let me introduce Sean just a little bit. Sean was almost the very first host after Jeff. He was going to be doing sports, and we corresponded about it. Sean used to call in on the feedback line back before we did the live stuff. You remember that, Sean, and you and I corresponding? Yeah, we corresponded a couple times, and then we got Chris. And then Chris started calling. So yeah, it almost happened way back then. It almost a way, feature way. on all things radio. Yeah, yeah way, way, way back when. Well, let's introduce Sean Platts. Sean, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you come to have such a passion for radio and all things pop. 
culture? Well, I yeah. Well, I was born, of course, in 1972 on a Navy base in Rhode Island, and I almost died. Almost died. I was born with a stomach ulcer. They had to give me oxygen, and then not enough oxygen in my nerves, so I developed Leber's disease, which caused my blindness. And then my dad was in the Navy. Of course, he got out when I was 10 months old, so we moved back to Missouri, and he went to college. He probably would have stayed in the Navy if I hadn't gone blind or hadn't been born or whatever. But he went to college, and he always wanted to coach. And so, you know, I was around sports even as a young age. And, of course, I had an uncle that worked in radio. So even as a two-, three-year-old kid, I was around music and sports. And my dad tended bar. My mom cleaned it. So, of course, I'd hear hear songs that I'd hear on the radio. I remember hearing the old... KCMO out of Kansas City, and then at night in their car, they'd go to KAAY out of Little Rock, and sometimes WLS out of Chicago, they'd be listening to that because KCMO dropped their power at sunset because of KGO, so I did that, and then just when I was in, then he graduated, so we moved to central Missouri, and I got a, a my first radio at seven, and I got hooked because I was getting stations in St. Louis and Kansas City, and then I'd take it to my grandma's on the Missouri Illinois border, and I'd get all the Chicago stations. And, you know, I moved a lot. I went to four elementary schools in three states because I moved to Louisiana when I was nine. Yeah, I did the reverse of Perry. I moved south, Perry moved north, so right around the same time. And so before I met friends at school, I had my radio, and that's how I learned the community. And then I moved to San Antonio when I was 10. So it's like, you know, I... And I would pay attention to these countdowns and the shows. So if it was a town that we were moving to, I kind of had an idea of stations. And, you know, it was, we'd get there about a month before school started. So I hadn't made a lot of friends yet. So i just get hooked. And then, you know, plus sports, I would listen to my dad, uh, his games on the radio when my mom didn't want some games when my mom didn't want to go to the high school games. So that got me interested in more sports radio and just between all that and then, yeah, so that that kind of got me really interested. Just traveling or moving, and traveling, and when you're the new kid and the blind kid, both, you know, it's kind of like, hey, you don't, you hadn't made friends yet, so the radio became my friend. I guess the easiest way. I always said radio was my best friend when when I was growing up, because I lived with that radio, and that's what we did. So. Did you ever pursue a radio career or was just a radio uh, enthusiast? Well, I went, when I first got out of, co- out of high school, I went to Texas Tech University mm-hmm. and I did, I worked at the college radio station, I did sports, and then I didn't do very well grade-wise because, yeah, I was good at the radio station, but you had to go to class to actually uh, pass them. You know, what a oh, concept. Yeah. So I kind of had to leave, I had to leave Texas yeah, I left Texas Tech, and for a little while, I was hanging around at the local station in Seguin, Texas, where I went to high school and everything, and I did a little sports, but they were having budget cuts. The old man that owned them, he was getting older, and they were selling, and so I went back to community college, and then from then, I just kind of backed away from wanting to work, and you know, from working in radio, and I kind of did other stuff, but I still always had that passion, but it was the 90s, and I saw radio was changing and getting corporate and you know i loved small town radio i mean now and i loved college radio those were both fun i got to do you know the school lunch menus and the funeral announcements and then of course high school school and you know and i did you know a little bit 
And the college station did the we did did the scoreboard for the volleyball games, and he even let me do color on volleyball. And I got a volleyball for one game, and I'm not a big volleyball person, but you know I got to try that one game. But, well, you became a really a big fan of sports talk radio there in Austin, and you became mm-hmm. a friends with what like Craig Way and a lot of sports announcers, the voice of Texas football and basketball and baseball yeah you're still friends with yep. those guys today are you not i'm I, I know a lot of them some of the newer ones i haven't really met as much but a lot of the guys that are still working around here especially at the horn i know most of them and that actually started because then and i had, moved, had to move home back back to seguin for a year from austin around the mid-90s and they had the station in san antonio and i was always listening to sports talk radio out of i would listen to woai in high school and ktrh listen to and and wwl and kmox that i would go up and down the dial getting all the sports talk out of all the cities you know when it would come on at sundown that was and then i found all sports talk radio and i was like oh this is great two of my loves all in one you know my dad's watching espn i got the sports radio stations you know jim rome got me really into it and then I, it then came to when I came back to Austin, the one station had flipped from news talk to sports, and so they had all these guys. But I had already been calling in a little bit, and they got to know me. And I was one of the regular call. I'd go to the remotes, and you know, some of them we've been pretty good, uh, pretty cool with. I threw one of the hosts in the river because he made it. He ch- he said if the Spurs made it to the championship, he'd go in the river. So I got to throw him in off the off of a boat and little things like that. And then it turned into some little. Some little bits that we did on Saturday morning, where they had me go out and to college game day for ESPN, and I walked around with the phone and asked people what what the scenery, what was it, describe to me what I'm looking at. You know, it was kind of a comedy bit, but it was sort of you know it turned in. The guy would ask me serious questions about blindness, but he said, "Hey, let's do some," con-, you know, and so did a little bit of that. But then he went to work for Spectrum, and he left the radio business. The guy that did the Saturday morning show, but. So at least you've made friends over the years. Let's open this up for questions of the panel. Chris, Perry, Jeff, anybody want to ask a question? Yes, I'd like to ask a question. Hi, Sean. I'd like to know, do you you find sports radio today changing a lot and becoming uh, just not sports but a little bit of everything? Yeah, but I don't mind that. I don't mind that because if you talk 100% sports, if you talk stats, if you talk all stats and all that, I mean, now Chris would like it, but, you know, but that's right. The rest of the rest of if you get into okay this and that, I I like when they get into their personal lives and they started like for instance we mentioned Craig Way today they were having a discussion about chili dogs because it was a National Chili Dog Day so he was giving sports but they all the texts were talking about other, that and they were talking about the producer's problem with an ATM, and then, you know, just kind of, lifestyle. it kind of, it mixes it up, and it gets you to know some of those people. Now, you want to still focus on the big sports stories, yes, but I have no problem with that at all. Right. Okay, thank you. Sean, did you ever do anything else besides sports? Have you, did, did you ever do a music show on the radio at all, or did you pursue that? Uh, I did, at the college radio station, I did the All Request show. I did that, but um, and we were playing alternative music. Early '90s, you know, the birth, day, the early days of what you know, alternative music. Like we were playing your 
Nirvana and Pearl Jam and stuff like that before the rock stations started playing them, and then the Divinals and and going back to the '80s with bands like the Smiths and stuff. So I did. The, they let me do the All Request show because the guy walked out, and that's actually how I got my sport. I got my sports cast because of that too, because the guy wasn't showing up. And <laughs> that's another interesting story. I got I got my sports because he wasn't showing up, and they were afraid he was president of the Black, Black Student Association. And so they're like, hey, we got the blind guy here. So they threw me in doing sports. I said, I think you can handle it. So he's like, hey, if he's saying, you know, if he's going to try to say anything, we're not firing him because of his race. We're firing because he wasn't showing up. Yeah. Well, we put a blind guy in here. So, you yeah, know, a little affirmative. <laughs> well, we know, we so, know then, Sean, about the sports. How did you get into the pop culture stuff? Well, I've always just kind of, I've been interested in that. I always liked entertainment tonight and those of you some of you know i'm a huge i'm a huge pro wrestling fan especially the older days of pro wrestling i watched some of the newer stuff but uh, you know so i got into stuff like that and just i like the pop culture just through the music i like you know i'll admit of you know there i'm into game shows and just different th- and learning about i like what it is if i'm interested in something i like learning about it like with music i like learning about the songs and about the musicians and so that's how i get into kind of i watch you know got into some of that because entertain entertainment tonight would always be on when i was a kid we were eating dinner so it would just be on and i just at a current affair and all those and so i'd just be watching them boy that's how you find, myself a how'd you find the songs for the request i was uh, well I had I had a buddy helping me with those. Okay. Now, like I said, I had a but I brought a buddy of mine up there with me because we weren't paid. So I'd buy him some beer, you know, afterwards, right. and I'd buy him some beer, and he'd help because he did. And you know, he really didn't want to uh, because it was two hours on Saturday. That's all it was. It was just two hours on Saturday, and it was pretty easy. So you know, he'd find it for me, and I'd queue it up. But yeah, I was and college radio. Like I said, small small library of stuff and this is this yeah. is the uh, this is they were on cds back then in the early 90s they had already yeah, they were. Okay, i was going to ask yeah. you what yeah. they were cds yeah. yeah yeah my question my question is about your own musical place what, what are your what kind of music do you listen to just when you feel I, like listening to something you know and such as that i have a i have a very wide music library i have I, I joke i have everything from metallica to merle haggard to michael jackson in my <laughs> library i have a yeah. very because i grew up like a little kid hearing what was on my mom and dad's radio yeah and then the, then in the 80s you know i got to san antonio and we were all it was either you were the new wave kids or you were the rockers i was into the hard rock stuff i hated country i hated it but then the late 80s some of the girls started like in country and I listen and you know so it's like oh I was trying to get close to the girls and because it got country, popular the late 80s Clint Black and Garth Brooks and all them and so I was like oh some of this is not bad I mean I still and then the songs that I used to make fun of back in the 70s and 80s the yacht rock stuff and the 80s pop I catch myself now as an adult listening to them a lot more than I did in a kid because I remember as a kid getting mad listening to American Top 40 because Molly Crew's Shout at the Devil was being played on Casey Case and I was like, what is he doing on the pop station? <laughs> Sean, Sean tell, me about, uh, tell me about your love of, uh, you and I like this format, but no one else, uh, no one else did, but we both like this uh, Z-Rock format. Tell me about that because you, you seem to really be fond of that format. I liked it especially because we had 99.5 Kiss in San Antonio. It was a rock station but, you know, I thought they they, they played a wide variety of classes. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were hard rock and rock they stations. They were harder than many now, in the country were at yeah, the time. Yeah, but they they played, and, and I was like, I heard this Z-Rock, and it got, because I was like, wait a minute, they're, no, and they're playing everything, they're, they're playing the stuff that Kiss played, but they're even playing some stuff that Kiss didn't play. I mean, because Kiss would play hard rock and metal at night. I mean, they were hard rock in the day, but they were really hard at night. But they were playing, like, Megadeth and stuff like that that I was kind of into. I'm not into much anymore, but stuff that I liked as a high school kid at, like, 11 in the morning. Now, it was on AM in San Antonio. So that when I first heard it in 88. And then it went away in 92, and then it came here to Austin in 94. It was not the same. It was not the same in 94. It was in 98 because I didn't listen to it as much. But the early, I was just like, I think it was more of, I was amazed because there were people all over the country, and they acknowledged that they were satellites. That's what I liked about it. They acknowledged it, and you had people in Chicago and Dallas and Houston and all these places, and they ran it kind of like, some of their features kind of like a top 40 station because, they would do, they had a countdown and then they had, they did something called the nightly nuke where they would take a pop song and would, if you voted which one you wanted to nuke and, and they would kind of do bits trashing the local rock station in the different areas. You know, they'd made fun of the DJs from the, from the different local rock stations that I kind of liked because it was a unique, it was a unique format. Yeah, I, I, liked think- it, I liked it as well. They did lots of production. Karen, you have your hand raised. Go ahead, unmute yourself, please. Hello. Hey. Hello. Sean, do you have your Saturday radio conference still? No, I have not done my Saturday radio conferences in a while. We haven't done those in a while. Maybe that might have to come back sometime. I'll I'll let you know sometime. Yeah, I'll let you know. Thanks. I'm just wondering about that. All right. Thank you, Karen. I'll let you know. Sean actually has a fan. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. No, hey, there's one. There's yeah, one. There's there you one. Go. <laughs> you got to start someplace, right? You're doing it. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah. Uh, was it last well, Monday? I was yeah. giving Gary a hard time. Now I'm giving you one. But yeah. if hey, I didn't hey. give you a hard time, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like you. So I wouldn't. Pay and Gary him. has a story he can tell on me. I'm sure. Gary, tell the story. Yeah. You, Gary, yeah. Yeah. Tell the story about when you first heard me. Yeah, the, the the first time I heard Sean was on two different stations within two hours of each other. <laughs> One was a WOAI, and they had a, a talk host named Steve Shepard, who I really liked listening to. They, they kind of hippened up OAI for a while there in the mid-'90s. And yeah. so I heard Sean on there, and then about an hour and a half later, I was tuned to 1300, and uh, they were doing... Uh, I can't remember if they were doing sports yet then or not, but they, they had a sports kind of, talk. Sh- they had a sports talk show, but they weren't yeah, full time sports they yet. Completely sports. Yeah, I think uh, it was Bill Shoning, if memory serves. It was on it was, that day. That was when Jeff Jeff Ward was Jeff getting Ward. ready to leave and go to Kelby yeah. J. Yeah, and Bill Shoning. Right. Yeah, so it was Jeff and Bill, and so that was. I heard you then. And then I and, think, and these two stations are in two cities, about two different yeah, cities, right. San Antonio and Austin, not even the same yeah. town. No, exactly, and I was living halfway between them at the time. So, you know, it was a. Uh, you cool. And I think I think we had talked shortly 
after that. Well, about a year later when I, I moved back to Austin and our buddy said, hey, you'll like, and you told me right away that you had heard me. I remember that. It was yeah. about a year yeah, later. That's right. Yeah. I moved back. Right. Yeah. I want to ask you the final question, uh, and I'll actually Bill can ask the final question. But you know, I've always asked people this: who, who love radio, and the, where do you think radio has gone wrong, in your opinion? Or, or has it gone? Uh, I think, in some ways, they've taken the personality of it away, especially in music radio. I mean, there's still some personality in talk radio and sports talk and some of the shows, but and I think. I think that's where it's gone wrong, and I think uh, people don't identify with it anymore. And I think they've lost they've lost fans because I remember, like you know, I did this I did this thing where kids, uh, you know, where they had a youth they had kids that were blind, teaching them you know it was a weekend for them and teaching them how to be you know they had blind adults come in and talk to them. And I remember when we were kids, we were at camps and stuff. We would all talk about the radio stations from our town. Oh, sure, yeah. They weren't talking about, and this is 2005, 2006. They were not talking about that. They were talking about the music. So they lost, radio lost that generation of people. And I think, like I said, I think there's just a whole bunch of stuff that we've all discussed yeah, here. I you can, know, the the consolidation and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Well, if you lose the blind people from radio audiences, I mean, that's our. This is our medium. And, you know, I always say that. I say, you know, if everybody's got TV, we have radio. And, you know, if, if you don't have blind people paying attention enough to know what's on it, you've really lost something mm-hmm. there. When I was uh, at the rehab center in 04, uh, part of the time I was there, there was a college prep thing. And I didn't hear anybody talking about 94.5, The Buzz, or The Edge, or anybody, one-on-one acts. I didn't hear. I heard them trade music. They were talking about music. They wanted to trade each other. Yep. And they were doing that. That's how. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. And like I said, when I heard the same guy, with, and, and you only know this if you travel around, when you hear the same guy on 40 different stations or the same format for the same company, I think, you know, I, I don't mind voice tracking. I don't mind it, but I think there's just a lot of things, and I think it's lost, they've lost their connection with the audience. The audience, like you mentioned, we, all these people going in the Hall of Fame, people had connections with them, and right. you're going to feature Ron Jacobs, you know, connections but they didn't they they've lost that and that's where i think some of the local sport and that's i think why i tend to listen to certain local more localized sports talk and talk stations around the country because i hear that hear that connection but and the old you know and that's why i was like i'm glad i didn't pursue radio now i mean the closest i could do like i said at that time I took what I would have done with my sports cast and threw it in my, when I was doing the pro wrestling hotline and everything for the 15 years. And I did, I threw it into, you know, the way you do it on radio into doing uh, pro wrestling news and commentaries. And, you know, I, I just threw it into that and then tried to throw it in a little bit with the sports lounge and just other things. So, you know, there you go. Radio. Yeah. So Sean, thank you so very much. We better get on. Jeff's giving me this evil look like you're messing <laughs> with the uh, No, it's all, it's all good, Bill. It's, it's all, all good. good. We're we got to get to what, 1974 later with him? Or, yes, you know. yes, it's 1974. Yeah, 74. 74. Yep. Yeah, we but get, we're yeah. having a good time, so we don't care. Well, we're going to do 69 first. We've got about two and a half hours, though. Yeah, we do. Oh, and now we're going to yeah. do the magical traveling <laughs> to KHJ. Right, Jeff? 
Right, you got it. Right, we're going to do KHJ now. I'm going to go look for that book. Go back to the uh, same day as we had last week, 1969, July 16th. Yeah, and if you guys are not cool. careful, we'll repeat it next week. Yeah, <laughs> so, I yeah. next year. I could, yeah. I could almost do that with, one of, with another radio station, but I'm not going to yeah. do that. But Here we go. This week in my classic air check segment, we're taking the virtual time machine back to February 27th, 1970. And we're going to listen to radio station KHJAM. The radio announcer you're going to hear is Johnny Williams. And for many years, Johnny Williams did the all-night show at radio station KHJAM. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy radio station KHJAM from February 27th, 1970 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Williams. KHJ Los Angeles. Well, good night and good morning, everybody. Friday the 27th of February is here. Let's have a party. I know it's Thursday night, really. Let's have, I'll be that guy in the background on the radio. Playing hits all night long. Too many people talking. More music. KHJ. Hit down the big 93. But for love. It's raining again. Johnny Williams playing, to my knowledge, the first hit Jerry Naylor's ever had. I don't remember any other Jerry Naylor hits. That's a hit bound. It's called But For Love at 12.06 on KHJ. Jeans West, the fun place to buy the newest and the most exciting clothes of the 70s. There are 13 Jeans West stores, but the one you must go to is the Westwood store. That's at 1112 Gailey Avenue. Drop in for a free fat belt. That's right, a free fat belt with no purchase necessary. Just walk up to the counter and say you want your free wide belt, baby. This offer's good only as long as the supply lasts. So make it to the Westwood store in Westwood Village and get your free $6 fat belt. George Edwards says over a 1,000 people will show up. And who's George Edwards? Someday we'll tell you about that. Don't make a liar out of poor George. There are 12 other Jeans West stores in the Southland featuring row after row of Levi Stay Press slacks in flare styles. You can't beat the prices at Jeans West because they're the lowest. Jeans West, the leader in men's and women's fashions. All Jeans Wests are open till 10 p.m., Saturday till 8, Sunday to 6. But remember, get that free $6 fat belt only at Jeans West in Westwood. We've trapped a dynamite bird of steel and style that eats highways. And your guests could win KHJ's Heavy Wheels. The 1970 Pontiac Firebird is power crammed. 400 cubes of Ram Air V8 give this mover all the kick it takes to be heavy. Tell us exactly how heavy and you'll win it. KHJ stuffed a 70 Firebird with all the boss jocks, plus a stack of coin cash and rolled it on a scale. Guess the official notarized total weight registered and you cop the car and cash. Beginning Monday, listen for clues to give away KHJ's Heavy Wheels. 93 KHJ. Super LP, The Worst That Could Happen. Girl, I've heard you're getting married. 
album Stone Soul Picnic. Their fourth heavy album Aquarius. It's Wedding Bell Blues and Blowing Away. Celebrate February, Fifth Dimension Month, by collecting all four at special super savings at outlets everywhere. Available on records, cartridges, and cassettes. All Fifth Dimension LPs from Liberty Records are just $2.49 at Joseph's Records. Three lower-the-discount locations in Pasadena, Venice, and Glendora. AHJ gives you the jag, now. A song called The Rapper. Very big song called The Rapper. Jaggers. From the Boss 30 at KHJ, that's the rapper. It's 1214 in Sears Junior Bazaar. That big boutique around the corner stocks the very threads you need for everyday moving and grooving. Shop Sears soon. See the jeans and see the slithery, not-on-short-sleeve pullover knits. They're clingy, female, flattering, and they're available in a variety of come-on colors. Charge them on Sears Revolving Charge. KHJ Weather! Early cloudy through Saturday. Night and early morning coastal fog high today, 73. Not quite as good as it was yesterday, and yesterday was enough to uh, get me out of bed in the middle of the afternoon. I know that. Didn't get all my sleep, but it was worth the sacrifice. In Orange County, high 72 today. At the beaches, a high of 65. 54 in Hollywood now. Tonight. It's not bad for February, is it? Is the king of But you know that. But you know that. We don't like to brag about the fact that Bud is the most asked-for beer in the world, but facts are facts. KHJ gives you the supreme. Boss 30, up the ladder to the roof. Sounds good at 1218. I'm Johnny Williams. I play hits all night long in the Big 93. Zeidler and Zeidler regretfully announce that the one and only virtuous, literally innocent chick in Southern California, blonde-eyed Miss Sugarlips, will be unable to welcome you to Zeidler and Zeidler. Do the Zeidler solemnly swear to technical difficulties beyond their control? Now, before she disappeared, this nonconformist beauty was scheduled to be the theme girl for the nonconformist clothes at Zeidler and Zeidler. Like Virgin Wool jackets or innocent soft-knit slacks. Shocking shirt values, too. French cuffs, iridescent colors like browns, golds, and blacks. Just $6, not the 9 to $13 you'd pay elsewhere. At Zeidler & Zeidler, two and a half virtuous stores on Crescent Heights, where Laurel Canyon intersects Sunset Boulevard, where the closed door is two doors away from the shoe store, and on Western at Venice, a couple of blocks north of the Santa Monica Freeway. Open seven days a week from 11 to 8. When you visit Z&Z, bring along a groovy chick, and the Zeidlers will slay a dragon for her. 200 mile per hour fuel altered will race this Sunday on the rosin prep surface at Orange County Raceway. Qualifying begins at 9 a.m., racing from 2 to 5 p.m. A 70 Firebird loaded with boss jocks and coin cash adds up heavy. Guessing the exact weight wins KHJ's heavy wheel beginning Monday. March of 67. Where were you? How much have you learned in the last three years? Me, Johnny Williams, and 1223, I learned plenty. All around the horns and the lights. Mr. Turns to the right. Be the flats and the spares. Let the jacks make repairs. 
Italy on March 14th on Pan Am's two-week holiday number 455. As little as $450 from Los Angeles gives you jets, hotels, sightseeing, and more. See a Pan Am travel agent for details or call Pan Am at Madison 9 I'd like to get in touch with a guy on the radio who's playing the records. SB, I'll be here all night tonight. Here's the number you can use if you're in L.A. 520-1970. This is a special one you want me to play for you. Brooke Benton. Hoover and Barman suitcase. Gentlemen, you're listening to Johnny Williams. KJ Los Angeles. 1231. And the Kinks. 64. You really got me. Girl, you really got me going. Solid gold. Kinks and you really got me, girl, this time. 1233 at KHJ with Johnny Williams playing the hits. Win a Dotson or a color TV or a Polaroid color camera in the Pepsi King sweepstakes. Details wherever Pepsi sold. No purchase is necessary to you. Don't miss the AHRA $100,000 Grand American Saturday and Sunday at Lions. Early entries include Don Carlos, Don Perdome, Tom McEwen, and virtually every top star in the country. Saturday, qualifying all day starting at 7 in the morning, plus the manufacturer's funny car race at 8 p.m. Sunday, gates open at 8 in the morning with eliminations in all nine of the 16-car fields beginning at 11 o'clock. This is the race you've waited for. The American Hot Rod Association Grand American this Saturday and Sunday at Lions. Take the Alameda off-ramp from the San Diego Freeway to Lions. How heavy can a 70 Firebird laden with coin cash and all the boss jocks possibly be? The answer wins KHJ's Heavy Wheels. It begins Monday. Hope you can do it. Elvis, Kentucky Rain. Seven more days. Elvis is king. Still, Kentucky Rain, his latest on the boss series. Good song. 1237 and Johnny Williams at KHJ. I want to send that out to everybody in Santa Fe Springs tonight. Hi, everybody. This is Bob Hope. I'd like to remind you this is Music City. Much and this is Clyde Wallace. The only Magnavox sale of the year is on now at Music City, and it's Music City's biggest, widest sale in our 40-year history with reductions up to $150. Now imagine this: a 50-inch Walnut Contemporary 4 console stereo. This is AM/FM stereo radio with four-speed stereo phonograph with front and side projected sound. Now just $239.50. The tremendously popular Magnavox Lansdale Walnut 4 console stereo, just $239. 50 complete. Hundreds of models are reduced. This huge Music City sale is store-wide, with big reductions on the largest stereo theaters, TV consoles, all the beautiful Mediterranean models that Magnavox is famous for. On sale with Music City's own terms. Savings to $150 during Magnavox factory, a factory authorized sale. Now at Wallach's Music City's, Los Angeles and Orange County. Second hit in the road, too. It's ABC, Johnny Williams, 1241. Now, late at night. Good time for this. 
for a fantastic mattress special. Savings galore in mattresses and box springs. Simon and Garfunkel, Dangling Conversation. KHJ, Solid Gold. Dolly Williams giving you memories with Simon and Garfunkel from a few years back. That's Dangling Conversation at 1245. KHJ. Put some wings on your shoes. If you can wait that long on Pan Am's two-week holiday number 456, as little as $405 from Los Angeles for jets, hotels, breakfasts, and seven hit London plays. For complete details, see a Pan Am travel agent or call Pan Am at Madison 9 3292. Weather. I could be halfway across the Atlantic by the time Robert W. Morgan gets here this morning. Oh, gee, where's that phone? Variably cloudy through Saturday, night and early morning coastal fog, high today 73 and light smog only, 54 in Hollywood. The Classic Cat 90s presents three funky groups, Fenwick, Atlee's, and Hot Chocolate. That's Classic Cat 90s, two blocks south of Valley State College in Northwood. Now, the chairman of the board on KHJ. What memories? 93 KHJ from February 27th, 1970. And the radio announcer is Johnny Williams. And who says that all night radio announcers aren't very good? Well, just listen to this guy, because he really sounds great. He's just as good as any of the other radio announcers heard during the day on 93 KHJ. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, or if there's a classic air check you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. For all things radio live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Take it away, Jeff. Wow. <laughs> well, Did you throw everybody you? a curveball there, Jeff? I know. I was doing that on purpose just to get you going, Chris. That's all right. I'm just getting Yeah, yeah, going. yeah. What did no, you think I of that, Bernie? Well, okay, Bernie. I, I found it very interesting in that uh, they played some very odd oldies. Um, yes. For instance, the uh, version of Unchained Melody. Yes. And even, even Dangling Conversation. Um, oh, yeah. To me, they just weren't really top 40 type songs. And also, I noticed that they've really gone far away from boss radio 
that well, that, by 1970, you know, they were competing with FM, and that's probably why you noticed a shift in the in the music. Because by 1972, Bill Drake was no longer consulting KHJ, and it was being consulted by Paul Drew, and every, everything was changing. Right. And it was changing very, very quickly. But from 1960, yeah, but you're right about Johnny Williams. He Johnny Williams was really good. He was. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, that, that Roy Hamilton song really threw me off because that me is too. When, yeah. when they were all out, the three, okay, in 1955 in the spring, there were three hit versions of that song, and that was the third most popular. It's my favorite of the three, Les Baxter, Al Hibbler, and, and uh, Roy Hamilton. But he, he obviously liked it the best, too, and so he just, I guess he had a little freedom. But he really had a lot of, yeah. a lot of commercials there, and it was funny because the airline was giving Madison so-and-so, and other numbers were being given as digital, which is, we, were, we weren't doing any more exchanges anymore around here, so by 1970. Yeah, but, we were uh, by that. Yeah, and uh, the other thing that I noticed is all the commercials, I mean, they had tons. I don't remember when we had our all-night show on RKO, I, I think it was pretty much... You know the DJ and the music and the and the and the contest. It wasn't really too many commercials. They were able to sell a lot at night. Uh, and and, and same a thing lot with, of live reads too. A lot of yeah. live reads. You know that's one of the one of the things I was going to say. And Bernie, you noticed it as well. When you're in radio today, how many live reads do you see announcers do anymore? They don't do it anymore. It's not done like it used to. No. Be. Um, if you, one of the big things, if you if you got a job in radio, and I I I happen to be. You know, hearing an interview with Don, Johnny Donovan, who works at WABC, and he said they gave him his audition, and the big thing that he had to do in his audition was to read a Dennis and Clothes commercial because he was going on as, as Charlie Greer was leaving. This is 1972 right. when he came to WABC from WORFM. And if he couldn't read through a Dennis and Clothes commercial, he wouldn't have had the job. That's how strongly reading live copy was back then. Today, you, do have, you do have to be really good. Really I mean, good. you really do. I mean, it's, I don't, I was, I could read copy, but I, I wasn't as good as some people were, were. And, you know, it takes an art to read copy. And if you can't see, and I will tell you that I memorized everything. I did as much memorization as I could, because that was the easiest way for me to do it. Walter, can you unmute yourself, please? Hello there. Go ahead, hey. Walter. Well, yeah, that was, that was a very good air check. Um, what uh, struck me was that uh, that little uh, theme thing they did that duh, 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 because the uh, every once in a while you hear you'll hear um, well, so-called oldie stations use that every once in a while. Oh yeah, uh, that's correct. You, yeah. you either hear oldie stations do jingles if they have their own, like WMEX does, then they'll do that, of course. But you either either hear them sound like WABC use the WABC sound, or they'll they'll do the uh, Drake sound, you know, on oldie stations. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that they didn't do in 1970 at KHJ, and they did do it at WX, uh, WRFM, they had this image package, which was a totally different um, uh, melody that, that was not, but, that, but, but KHJ did use that image package, but before, but by 1970, they were going back to the older jingles again, um, which I found to be interesting. Um, very good station. Um, interesting. Uh, I, I came to California back in 1980 when I first started my job with New York State. I went on vacation. And what was, what was KHA doing back then in 1980? They had dropped the top 40 format and had gone to Country Western. And then they went back to a, 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 a softer top 40 format later on. So is that all those called Country Western? Because, yeah. What's we, that? We, never, we had a Johnny Williams here 
on WRKO, but he was not the same guy. He did this one time. He was doing. Uh, he was playing. You are everything, and he said, "Oh, sounds like ice cream in your ear." If you can dig that, so yeah, he, no, that was, not the, it was also dude. not the same Johnny Williams who worked at CKLW in Detroit as well. This is a totally. So he liked to recycle some of these names. Yeah. What'd you say, Gary? <laughs> he didn't say anything. No, but he had something. Um. And I was going to say something about that. Uh, <laughs> it left what's left in my mind. So go on. <laughs> As I right, said, a big it was chance, a, Gary, right down the tubes. But you know, the other yeah, thing is, everyone says that the Bill Drake pers- out, uh, jocks didn't have any personality. They did, but the idea of their personality was not to sit there and do a five-minute diatribe of, of crap that no one knows no. that no one could care about. They were able to take that personality and put it into ten or twenty seconds. I mean. When he did the airline commercial for American Airlines, and he was saying, "Well, I'd like to uh, imagine how how long it would t- I could be across half the halfway across yeah, the Atlantic." Right. Uh, the, the yeah, right. W. Morgan, the, yeah, and that was cool. That was some, that was a little personality that was that was put in there. the The original Drake idea was with no personality whatsoever, but that didn't work out. And uh, you even heard it in the early Boss Radio yeah. sneak preview air checks of of the real Don Steele. And Magic Christian, Roger Christian, and Robert W. Morgan, and it it it, it developed into its own niche. Um, I know that Bruce Morrow, cousin Brucey at WABC, said he felt that Drake ruined radio, and I don't necessarily believe that. I think Drake changed the sound of radio, and he gave it a different sound, but he did not ruin radio per se. But there are those. The one guy he didn't do long bits, but the one guy we had and the uh, great morning DJ was Dale Dorman. And he could get more into, he was like Dan uh, Ingram. He could get more into 15, 20 seconds that he had than anybody could imagine, all the things he would say. You know, he it was, was amazing. Uh, and you know where Dale Dorman's from? Syracuse, New York. I thought and, you were going to tell me that. And he worked at uh, WOLF in Syracuse, New York at one time. So I bet he was pretty good there, too. He was good. And he, he was from Syracuse. Bud Ballou, they, they yep. were friends, and they competed with each other. And Bud Ballou worked at WNDR, and Dale Dorman worked at WOLF. And so yeah, did and then Fred they ended Winston. up up here together, yeah. And so did Fred Winston, who uh, later went to WLS, he worked at WKYC, but he yeah. also started in Syracuse. He was from Syracuse as well, working at WOLF as well. That was a station that had a lot of people from uh, that, that, you know, none, not, not all of them were famous, but like Marcel Moose Syracuse, who worked at KYA, worked at WOLF. Tommy Saunders, who worked at KYA and out on the West Coast, worked at WOLF. So it's an interesting situation where you see radio personalities go from place to place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm about to turn it over to Bill. He um, and uh, he must be ready for that fifth cup of coffee. I got to cut back. You know, I got to tell you, it's a funny story. I had my blood pressure taken, and she says, "You know, you lost weight. You were you were 310 pounds when I first saw you about over a while, and now you're down to 290. That's what's pretty good. Your blood pressure is a little up." And she said, "Well, it may, we, I do really believe that part of it's genetic, but she said if you cut back on the coffee a little bit." It'll probably improve the blood pressure because eat, drinking a lot of coffee raises yeah. your blood pressure. So uh, rather than drinking five or six cup of, cups a day, oh, wow. I've cut it down to two or three. Yeah. Oh, and you, call the you get nervous from not having the, the, the having the withdrawals, and your blood, yeah. blood pressure goes up, right? That's yeah. right. Oh. That's right. What were you going to say? <laughs> Caffeine no. headaches. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you got to do what you got to do. I want you know. That's right. And and, and the only reason and I you, say that is because I have a 15 year old daughter, and I have uh, and I want to be around for her. So that's why I'm trying to take care of. He didn't tell you that was you 64 ounces cupped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah, that would be convenient yeah. to know. 
That's right. And you called the station country. You called the station country western in nineteen eighty. You can still get away with calling it then because it still kind of was considered somewhat country and western. But yeah, remember, they play yeah, a cowboy song. Back into that have. If Marty Robbins happened to do something, there might be a cowboy song every three hours. Well, well, I was look back in that habit that I broke you from. Well, no, because, because, because when you do the personal people re- meter ratings, it, it, does, it doesn't say country western, it says country, but I did no. say country western. Yeah, you, hey. yeah, I broke that. Yeah, you did. Actually, WCOP didn't call themselves country western, but they called themselves, you know, everybody's like good guys or whatever. When they started it, they called themselves the western gentlemen. So there that's you go. that's oh, an unusual. Yeah. I think at WW at WJRZ they did that for a while. JJD well. in Chicago, I think they had the West. Yeah, you know why? Too. Because WJD and oh, WCOP owned by Plow. were owned by Plow Incorporated. Yeah, they were owned by right. Plow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So, I wouldn't. That was one of the stations I would get it. That was one of the ones I'd get at my grandma's. Pretty strong in the daytime. So, so our country it. station here was Country Gentleman. There you go. That's oh, and as a matter of fact, Bernie, I have I have an air check of W I R E and a morning guy. I don't remember what his name is, but I promised Debbie Morgan that I'd do some country for her. So I'm going to be putting together something for Debbie with W I R E and an older country station out in Los Angeles. And uh, I'll tell you more about that after it's uh, if I put it all together. I bet the guy was Bill Robinson that you. Yes, it was. It yeah. was. He. He did some automation. To, he did some tapes for yes, some small did. town stations. Because KRES in Moberly, Missouri, which is, that's on it. We were talking about one of the stations. That's where I'd go to get my dad's ball games and stuff from. They ran him in the afternoons, and then they'd run him in the overnight also. Well, how about if we turn this over to Bill? All right, we want to thank the crew. We want to thank everybody. Jeff, what do we got coming up to close this out with? Well, we're going to listen to KMXVFM in uh, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, they they call themselves Pop CHR when you listen to the uh, look at the ratings here. And as I said before, I, I was fascinated by the fact that I don't know what they're doing, that, but they, they actually have the listeners. They're not number one, but they are number three behind KCMO and KCSF. KCFX. But they were way down at the bottom several months ago, right? And they were they, they were at 3.2 share of the audience in March. And as I said earlier, they went to a 6.8. That either either they know That's where those incredible. meters are, either either they know where those yeah. meters are placed or or they're doing something right. I don't know. I don't know. But maybe we can talk about well, that next week. Maybe it's a little bit of both. So here maybe. we go. Maybe get back to that cup of coffee. Thank you. All right. This week, my featured station segment takes us to Kansas City, Missouri. And we're going to listen to a radio station that has more than doubled its ratings from March till June. In the March personal people meter ratings, they ranked a 3.2 share of the audience. However, in June, they more than doubled their ratings with a 6.8 share of the audience, making them the third-ranked radio station in the market. The market I'm talking about is Kansas City, Missouri. And you're going to listen to radio station KMXVFM with a top 40 format. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy this radio station on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Here we go. Let's go. KMXV, Kansas City. From the greatest city in America, this is the Steve Serrano Show. Powered by Northwest Missouri State University. Wash those hands. Be safe. Kansas City's number one hit music station all day. Adele on 
Mix 93.3. The moment that you have been waiting for. Finally, it is noon here uh, on this awesome Thursday, Friday, June. You're getting closer to the weekend, but just going to make you wait a little bit longer. Okay, coming up after Justin Bieber Ghost, your chance to be a finalist for Mix's Season Pass with Mix 93. Call now to win. 816-476-7093 from Security Bank of Kansas City. I am ready to make someone a finalist for Mixes Season Pass. You already know what's going on. All the phone lines are lit up like a little Christmas tree right now. 816-476-7093. Mixes Season Pass. If you don't know what this is, your chance to win tickets to nine concerts. You can win two tickets to each of these nine concerts. Uh, Big Time Rush, One Republic, Breakaway Music Festival, Imagine Dragons, The Lumineers, Paramore, Give on Lizzo and Shawn Mendes. So many concerts. And you can win tickets to all of them if you are the grand prize winner for Mix's season pass. But just pulling the finalist right now. All right, call me 816-476-7093. I Madison, you are a finalist for Mix's Season Mm -hmm. Pass. Yay! (laughs) All right, so out of the nine concerts that I listed before, there's like Lizzo, Shawn Mendes, uh, Breakaway Music Festival, Big Time Rush, One Republic. Which one are you looking forward to if you are that grand prize winner? I mean, you'll get tickets to each of these concerts, but which one would you be looking forward to the most? Probably Big Time Rush. You know what? Me too. I already have my tickets, and I hope to see you there. I hope that you are the winner of Mix's Season Pass. Sending you all the good luck, all the good vibes. Thank you. Hey, Madison, what station made you a finalist for Mix's Season Pass? Mix 93.3. Oh, girl, I like you. Your next chance to be a finalist for Mix's Season Pass coming up at 5 with Davo right here on Mix 93.3. Nothing but KC area winners and nothing but hit music. Hit music. Hit music. We're back with more of both next on Mix 93.3. We have several days in a row of temperatures that may reach 100 or slightly above across the metro. This afternoon, our high 101, clear, warm, and 73. It'll be breezy Friday afternoon with a high 102, 103 on Saturday. I'm meteorologist Dan Holiday in the Neil Harris Service Experts Weather Center. Mallory K on Mix 93.3 in for Steve Serrano this week. And speaking of this week, these temperatures have been insane. Highs of 100 for the whole weekend. So if you're going to be outside, be safe, please. It's Steve Serrano on your midday with Mix 93.3. Lots of new stuff going on for Beyonce right now. She just joined TikTok and she is releasing new music like this one, her latest. Break My Soul on Mix 93.3. I got 
Season Pass, your chance to win tickets to nine concerts coming to Kansas City this fall, like Lizzo, Shawn Mendes, uh, the Lumineers, Big Time Rush, One Republic. There are a few others that I just can't name off, name off the top of my head because there are just so many. And your next chance to be a finalist is coming up with Davo at 5 o'clock, all right here on Mix 93.3. I know that look on your face, you're coming my way, you're coming my way tonight. Yeah. Kansas City is a barbecue town with more than 100 barbecue restaurants in the city. And nothing goes better with KC Barbecue than an ice-cold Miller Lite. That's why we're teaming up with Miller Lite and Price Chopper to hook one lucky listener up with the Miller Lite Tour of Barbecue. Stop by your local Price Chopper and look for the Miller Lite QR code for your chance to win the Miller Lite Tour of Barbecue Grand Prize. Uh, show of hands, please. Who's ready to get back to the hits? Yeah! All right. Let's do it. Velveeta cheese is uh, is taking things to the next level. This is disgusting. I think it's gross, but some people might actually drink it if they like mac and cheese. Um, anyways, let's let's get to the point. Velveeta cheese is putting out a martini. They're calling it the Veltini. <laughs> this is so gross. Like cheese infused vodka with olives that are stuffed with cheese. You could not pay me enough money to drink that, but I bet someone will. Call the Veltini. It sounds gross. KMXV, Kansas City, from the greatest city in America. This is the Steve Serrano Show, powered by Northwest Missouri State University. Wash those hands. Be safe. Kansas City's number one hit music station all today. Side Mike, you're running the controls, Mallory K. How are you? I know this is this is scary. I've never done this before. I'm good though. How are you? Why did you wink when you said I've never done this before? Oh my gosh! Listen, I wanted to circle back around to uh, this Velveeta cheese martini. Have you heard of it? No. What are you talking about? The Velveeta cheese martini. There's a new flavor of Velveeta called martini. No, 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 no. 
L- let me catch you up here. Okay. Velveeta is releasing a martini, like an alcohol drink. Why? I don't know. That, that is cheese infused. Okay, whatever happened to the days of, like, if you, it's not just this. If you wanted to have a martini, have a martini. And if you want Velveeta, have Velveeta. What, why do we have to combine everything? Why can't we just be OG, tried, and true? I don't know, but but would you drink this? Listen, it's like vodka infused. No. Well, it's cheese infused vodka. No. With olives that are stuffed with cheese. They have the shell, the Velveeta shell, you know, that yeah. you make your mac and cheese with. Yeah. In the drink. It like sounds a, horrible. As a little little extra like party favor. You know what I would do, um, Mallory? If I wanted cheese and I wanted a martini, I would drink a martini and then I would separately have cheese. That's what I would do. Yeah, like alcohol and cheese, like everyone like else Like a normal does. person. <laughs> Ghost, Justin Bieber on Mix. Well, there you go. Radio station KMXV FM from Kansas City, Missouri with their top 40 format. You know, I listen to this kind of music because, let's face it, I have a 15-year-old daughter and I try to relate to the music that she likes to listen to. And most of the artists played on this radio station are artists that she likes. So if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email or voicemail. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595 That's 800-693-0595 hitting option 2 for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.